Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Welcome to uh, Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. Sidekick Psychic Josh is sitting next to me. Yeah, you've, you've gone on the left today. Yeah. I'm not I, used to seeing like this. I know, I know. I've had to plug my phone in to the uh, motherboard or wherever it is. Um, and we're joined by two glorious guests, Joe Ball, comedian, yeah. ex-footballer. Well, I've, I have played, but at a very low... Still, still something. Okay. At, even a low level is still okay. a level. Thank you. Um, and new guests... Adam Bernstein, who's also football, he's about to play football after this very podcast. He's literally wearing shorts in sub-degree sub <laughs> temperature, whatever the phrase is. Welcome, Adam. Thank you. Also definitely not a footballer. My, uh, my five-a-side team has not scored a goal the last three matches. Wow. So. Wow. That's oh, you're, you're that team. <laughs> yeah. It's like Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. Like Chelsea. I think Joe's been very modest. He played... You know, as a youngster with Ashley Cole in the Arsenal, oh, come which on, is John. amazing. Yes, so yeah, yeah, yeah. milk it, milk I, I, it. For yeah, God's I, tra- sake. I trained there for for a little bit, and uh, I played for Camden Islington, and we beat we beat Bowen Bowen Hackney, I think it was that he played for at, uh, on on the Highbury pitch. Wow, proper yeah, North yeah. London, uh... proper, yeah, rivalry. Is that on rivalry. video? Have you got? The I have got it on VHS because they always film yeah, those yeah. school finals, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, was Ashley Cole was on. Um, did you see he was on Sky Monday, Monday Night Football a couple of weeks ago and was like, you know, they have a kind of special, like they give like a career retrospective when they're not covering the, talking about the football. And he was really, he was really good. He's really good. It, yeah. Like yeah. people, yeah, obviously left Arsenal under a certain cloud because he said stupid, ill-advised things about his weekly salary. Yeah. And when I was playing for Chelsea, but he was absolutely brilliant. He's as good a on player. the show, he, and he was really good on the show. He, he, really, he didn't have to stop and and, and be sick at the side of the. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, no. <laughs> He was very eloquent, wasn't he? And, um, very impressive. And kind of, I mean, he's quite just, emotional when talking about playing for Arsenal. I think people are surprised only because he's done so little media. Yeah. He's just yeah. avoided it yeah. because of how he feels the press probably treated him yeah. through his career. But and I also think that it was he's been encouraged now. Yeah, of Cheryl course, thing, because yeah. it was more celebrity than yeah. it was sports journalism. Yeah. But I think he's been really encouraged to, to go and do it. Yeah. And good luck to him. And he's you know, still 38 and playing the championship. Fair Incredible, play. yeah. He's rehabilitated himself in my eyes, which is obviously very important. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start... Uh, uh, Adam was actually at the Huddersfield game, which is a huge advantage. He wasn't on TV, so I don't know about you. I watched it on a terrible stream I, on my I've, phone. I couldn't find. I was actually sort of just uh, travelling on Saturday, so I had okay. to make do with extended highlights. Terrible. Which um, I'm, I'm not too unhappy with that it was. Ex- if there was a yeah. game not to maybe yeah. sit back and watch the 90 minutes, I'm not too unhappy. No, I say. Although yeah. you love watching the 90 minutes, even after you've been at the game. I know, I know, I know. And I tried to watch the. Um, well, I watched it on Match of the Day and I watched the Sky, you know, a little bit of the Sky yeah. kind of rerun thing on the red button. But we have to defer. If Adam was there, we have to defer to Adam. First, so you go home and away, do you? Or most. Or I've, do you just I've, have a, a fetish trying, for Huddersfield? I've been trying to tick off the grounds I've not ah, been to. So, okay. yeah, that was why I went. But What was it like? I mean, it looked to me, as watching it on my phone, that we were weirdly, um, we were bad. And, but we did win the game, obviously. On the plus side, we've won the game. We've won an away game. We've, we've won more away games this season already than last season. Which not difficult, we were terrible away last season. We're one point off fourth. We're above Chelsea. 
we're competing for the Europa League and the top four. What's not to enjoy about that? Do you feel positive or were we so bad you feel negative? Um, I think if I took it in isolation, given the extenuating circumstances, injuries, players missing, etc., I'd, you know, you take the three points, you move on. But I, I don't know, I just still felt that the substitutions, for example, were incredibly negative. When, you, when you're tuned up, that's what a perfect chance to bring on Suarez, give him like 35 minutes to really go at by far the worst team in the league, probably a team who probably would finish in the bottom half of the championship. And instead, I just felt it was kind of more of the same conservative tactics. But we got the win. So. Suarez did come on, didn't he? A bit after, he did, yeah. what, 75, 75 something minutes. like that. So who yeah. came on before him? Um, El Nene. El Nene. Yeah. El Nene, that's not the most attra- exciting <laughs> substitution. But in terms of the team selection, first of all, like we, we, were, we had an incredible array of injuries on illnesses, didn't we? So officially Ozil and Ramsey yeah. and Aubameyang uh, were all ill or injured. Um, so all, and if you looked at the bench, and the bench was pretty weak, wasn't it? Yeah. And Katia was on. And, Joe um, Willock. Willock. So it was almost like he was left with that bunch of fairly... Like the defence, who else could he play? I mean, you know, he could have played Mavropanos, I guess. But apart from that, it was a pretty weak... It was kind of like, almost like your kind of second eleven, Or not, not, I mean, not entirely, but it was a pretty... There would have been a lot of different players playing if they'd been in fit, wouldn't they? So, um, I mean, let's take that into consideration. I yeah, guess. of course, but I feel like it's not so much about personnel. It's about, like, the way he, the way he lined them up. And, okay, I mean, I would have played four at the back rather than five at the back, whatever. Like, that's a separate question. But it's, I feel like it's more one of... It's very much, let's play with the handbrake. If we're up, we'll preserve what we've got. And... I feel like the top four race is so close that it could potentially come down to goal difference. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. We've beaten Huddersfield both matches, but by a total of like, two goals. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, that's a perfect opportunity to get the goal difference up. Yeah. And instead he sort of felt that a win's a win, which I do kind of see when you've not won away since November. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think, Joe, I, my, my theory is that, because he is very, um, I think he's very pragmatic as a manager. Yeah. And I feel like, he, and people were saying, you know, Josh in his uh, pre in his notes. Obviously, we're playing the work. We all, it's true they're terrible. Huddersfield they haven't scored for years, and they have blah blah blah. But they we still ha- haven't because Kalasnac did it for us. Kalasnac did it for us. True, but equally we hadn't had, as you say, an away victory for for ages, mm. and that was embarrassing. And our defence is terrible. We've got, I think, in Mustafi like the worst defender in the world. <laughs> and so taking that all to account, kind of when you, if you go two goals up and try and not even going for it in terms of scoring goals of being sensible. Even against Huddersfield, maybe you could make a case that's sensible or were you, did you, do you think it was ridiculous? I, th- I think he's a results manager. Um, I think he's different from, he's different from Wenger and we're, we're all trying desperately to be patient and we'll probably give it a season. I think it does take a season, even if you're looking at sort of Pep and, and Klopp, it, it, it took them a season to bring their team together and he hasn't really bought many players. Suarez? Suarez? Isn't it? It's called Suarez, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I keep thinking <laughs> of the one. other Suarez. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Um, That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> but Can't call him Dennis, because then we'd start thinking about Burkamp. I think oh, we'd better yeah. sit with Suarez. Yeah. So he hasn't had time, I don't think, to sort of form his team yet. Mm. Um, but I, I, I like what I'm seeing, because he's getting results, and he is about getting results, and he's changing his teams from game to game, whereas Wenger would be very stubborn and, mm. and stick to his his formation and then make his substitution at 70 minutes. Whereas I, I do like the way he's all about getting getting the result. Yeah. Mm. There was one positive I thought of Aubameyang being out, which is that there was an opportunity to play Iwobi and Mkhitaryan as two yeah. out-and-out wingers and not having to make yeah. the sacrifice almost of you wanting to force Aubameyang and Lacazette into the same lineup, And that was a positive, yeah. the, the sort of two of them. I saw Maitland-Niles had 25 more touches than anyone else on the pitch from Arsenal's point of view, oh, I thought which I, was, which was yeah. really interesting. Yeah, he was very much... He was involved, wasn't he? And, from, and he got... There's a whole Ainsley Maitland-Niles discussion we need to have a about his social media, which we'll go into in a minute. But I thought you, he had he had one of those games where, like attacking wise, he kind of had some really promising moments, and um, he gave the ball away quite a lot as well. But then you know a lot, a lot of our players, a lot did. of our players did, and um, I mean Thingy. Um, uh, Kalasnach. thank you. Exactly. He knew. <laughs> I know, I know. He yeah. was like, his, his, his stats were terrible. I mean, awful. But I thought Ainsley, Mountain, Ainsley had a decent game and he got a lot of stick on social media from morons, in my opinion, who, you know. But what, what's, your, what, what, what's your feeling about how he played particularly? I thought he was all right. I mean, I, I don't think he's probably a right back for his position mm. long term. Um, I think he's been played out of position. He tries hard. And look, I feel like 
it's very odd to come away from that and single him out specifically as being bad. Like the whole team didn't play very well. I think yeah. we're all in agreement for that. And I don't really get why people specifically want to pick on him and it won't be. It's weird, um, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there's something nice about the fact you, you had a right-hand side of Arsenal out of Hale End, these two, these two kids yeah. out of our academy. We should really yeah. be, if anyone you want to promote and support and give encouragement to, out of anyone at the club, it's those two. But, he, he's bringing players through, right. which is great. Well, um, exactly, and, and, and but people are really negative about them. Like, allegedly, like, Iwobi got booed off, although you said you, yeah. you, before, you said you didn't hear the boos, but that was generally... Yeah generally reported that he got booed off because people yeah, were unhappy with him. And he, he, he scored a goal, I mean, a lucky, a kind of slightly lucky deflection. He was totally, he, a lot of people think he was a man of the match. I think he was a man of the match. He seemed to, he, basically, he was incredibly positive. He was the one in the whole team that was driving us forward more than any other player and has been actually in recent mm. weeks, I would say. And I know his, finish, his, his end result isn't, often isn't that great, mm. but he scored, albeit deflection. He could have had another. He was totally involved. And, you know, totally um, kind of, and I just think to slag him off. To be, I think it's given what was on the bench. Given what was on the bench. I think it's. I don't get it. I, I, yeah. Last year, I've, I've been frustrated with it for a long time, but I think he's definitely improved a lot this season. Yeah, he's very and direct. Very, and, and but he, he is a frustrating player to watch. I think it's the way he runs. He runs quite awkwardly, <laughs> you know. And you just, you, I think you, you, what he's so close to being a Sterling. Or a Sané, and I think he's not quite there yet. And but that's he's young, isn't he? He's like, what, 20, he's 20, yeah. 22? I mean, to, and same with Maitland. No, I mean, he's slacking those players off, as you say, like our oh, proper Arsenal players. But I, come I, I almost I felt this is a strange non story. All it took is like a couple of big Arsenal Twitter accounts to a couple of screenshots of Maitland Niles, you know, responding to a couple of comments that weren't that ridiculous. Like, in terms of, they weren't, like, incredibly abusive. They're sort of like, a, you know, a few pointers. It was, it was a, a really okay. weird thing that that became <laughs> yeah. a story. And is that even him? Is of it even him on his social I, media? I retweeted it. I think, I right, I'm going to read it out, if you don't. So, one, this is, people went on his Instagram feed to, to tell them, to tell him a few what pointers. they thought. Yeah. yeah, right, so this is one of them. You lose the ball carelessly. Be careful when going forward, especially when you play tight. Teams that don't give space anyway keep fighting. This was his answer to that. First of all, like, fuck, oh yeah, I'm sure he, he's aware of the fact that he might have given the ball away too much. He responded to that, sorry, I'll take it into consideration. <laughs> just block now, it. The whole I thing is so awesome, it's right, so right. polite. First of all, I consider that Super to be right. the perfect response uh, 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 for two reasons. One is, it, it, I thought it was absolutely brilliant... <laughs> Kind of calm, de- you know. And equally, he could have been being sarcastic. Maybe yeah, yeah. he was, but who will? Let, we'll never know. And that, again, that's why I made it perfect. It's like the perfect <laughs> wording. I couldn't yeah. think of better wording to respond to an entitled shithead twat like that. Yeah. Going on someone's Instagram. The point is, you can go on and tell like him to. <laughs> to tell him. By the way, don't give the ball away. I mean, yeah, I thought of that. But I thought it was a brilliant response. So he immediately shot up in my estimation. But uh, so I'm, I'm sure yeah. it was him that responded. I'm sure he's a perfectly intelligent young man. I, I think the kind of guy who would who would write that yeah. to a professional footballer wouldn't even be expecting a response. No, of course not. That's what made it so beautiful. Especially yeah. a calm, you know, not fuck off you <laughs> entitled twat. Yeah, yeah. Calm. I'll take it into account. <laughs> I thought it was. Absolutely, I thought it was always I thought it was the like, greatest thing he's done, like ever. But give yeah. him a few years, he won't be responding no. like that. I might be like, dear sir, many thank you for your. Yeah. <laughs> feedback yeah. that you sent us our customer service team yeah. take your complaint yeah. extremely but what, seriously but it's what I do it's, it's, if, some, if you get trolled on, on, if I get trolled yeah, how do you every, I just say thank you so much for your you know it's, oh, really? it, killing people with kindness do you not block them ever? Yeah. do you ever block them? hardly ever no no very very rarely but I thought that was an object lesson yeah. how to deal with cretins I, I did a TV show did a Channel 5 thing and uh, I just did a joke about Kate Bush and I got this guy who was obviously a big Kate Bush fan just sort of ranting about, you don't know all the good that Kate Bush has done. She's, and then, and what I was went, the joke, I, Joe? What was the joke? I, she was, there was a, just a clip, it was a, one of those clips shows where yeah. you all go, what, what is Kate Bush doing there? Just not even, a, I mean, it, you know, it was all right. I can't remember, I was obviously Was she doing like a kind of interpretive dance kind of She was situation. doing something on the underground. Uh, oh, really? Uh, clip. Yeah, and I said wow. something about her career going that way. And, and, oh, and well, I'm he, a huge Kate Bush fan. I might, be, I might side with the... <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? But I did, I did say, I'm really, I'm really sorry. And uh, yeah. he went, oh, God, I can't, I can't believe you've responded yeah, it's to the, me. It's the only way. Thank you so much. It is the only way, yeah. Um, this whole thing made me remember, we, we covered it about three years ago on the podcast. There was a story about like, um, Arsenal having to ban Maitland-Niles' mum. Do you remember this yes, from the training yes, camp? Yes, so, Cause she got, Because she couldn't behave. And it's lovely to see that Ainsley can behave. Yeah. And yeah. that he can reply with such... Uh, 
you know, such a such a such a lovely way. Yeah, this was a story. April 2015, Arsenal have banned the mother of one of their most promising young players from the club after she appeared to hit Arsene Wenger's chief negotiator, Dick Law, and allegedly threatened to drag herself out of the pitch during an under-21s game. <laughs> now amazing. I feel no, no one would have blamed her for hitting Dick Law, I mean, in retrospect, but, you know. Police were called to Arsenal's London Colony training That's ground brilliant. last month and arrested the mother of Ainsley Maitland-Niles <laughs> on suspicion of assault. There you go. Now I feel like if anyone ever interviews Ainsley Maitland-Niles, I really, we need to get that, that story... On the record, like what? Yeah, what but I think I might. Ha- I haven't looked it up. There was another story, wasn't it, that she was like she'd been disowned by Ainsley, and that she was had, oh, really, like, probably. living uh, okay. not in accommodation right, that okay. she hoped to be. I think. Right. So um, I think it must be a difficult relationship there. Well, okay. When I used to play football, my dad was like the only parent who'd come along, and he'd stand behind the opposition goal, and just it was great because he just wind up their keeper. <laughs> it, it, it really helped. I mean, yeah. that's what you need for your five a side team. Yeah. Anyway, we've, we've somehow got off the topic of the game. There's yeah. more to, to the say topic, about The topic should also be that like, we didn't have a corner at Huddersfield. I saw you going on about this. Now, can I just say, first of all, I don't think... I mean, I know it's, it's weird we don't have a corner. It's I'm a not, strange one, but, but more importantly, they had 15 shots and we had nine. That's also On indicative. target? How many on target? They, they had more, more on us. target than us. Okay. Anyway. Um, the, and they had more possession. The corners thing, though... I'll, I'll, they are rubbish. Let me just say this to you. Man City, <laughs> who won six and nine the weekend, you know, they didn't have a corner until about the 70th or 75th minute. Because they were scoring six goals. Yeah, yeah, but, but I'm saying the corner... Let's keep stat. you busy. I, I know, but the corner stat isn't necessarily that no, much. They have more shots and more possession, and they have 11 points in the Premier League. But they're on the home side games. against Arsenal, who are terrified of losing away, because we always lose away. <laughs> I'm not saying it's good. We were bad. I'm not saying that. But in terms of the, the way he set us up, this is, this is my theory, right? I think he set us up like that with a five at the back, as, as Adam said. You know, I, I wouldn't have gone five at the back either, but who... who, who and the I? last time we got a clean sheet away from home? What when? Now, the whole Wenger, sheet, Wenger's a, last game. That's another stat. Good old Wenger, bring him back. Was it Huddersfield, wasn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. another stat that I don't care about. I'd rather, we are, we've got more points, as I keep reminding you, and we're closer to the, to the top four, yeah. Yeah. and we've got to score more goals. All, all of the important stats, we're doing better. Okay, but, but let me just say this. My question about the way we played, isn't it because he, he knows our defence is so shit, even against teams like Huddersfield, we will give them chances, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that he's, even then... Five. He has to take that into account. You can't right. play a moron like Mustafi, who was absolutely abominable, by the way, even against Huddersfield, and, go, and not take into account the fact you have to do something about our terrible defence. But his really negative team selections aren't working because we keep on being outshot. But we won. But we won. Okay, fine, but against Cardiff and against Huddersfield, probably the two worst teams in the league, they, had, they both had more shots than us. If we set up a bit more attacking, at least try and score some goals. <laughs> no, I don't, no, we're probably going to concede anyway, as you say, because we're terrible defensively and we've got a host of injuries on top of that. But he doesn't play Ozil, he doesn't play, Ram, he doesn't play Ramsey. But like, Ozil was ill, apparently. Okay, I'm not, but not just this match in general. <laughs> Yeah, but well, yeah. He played, he's played Ramsey quite a lot. He's played Ramsey a whole, whole of a Only lot nine more. starts I saw Ramsey all season. Yeah, yeah but nine you know, starts. but nothing. All right, but he's brought, or, he, or he's brought him on. And I don't think, but I don't think, is it, is it his case? Is he sending them out going, you, you shouldn't be attacking, you shouldn't be taking chances? Or are they just kind of, is it, it's a mental thing, isn't it? That's what I think. They're just kind of, they're just. So they've got an issue about playing um, open football and being attacking and being positive away from home because they're so scared they're going to lose. I, I, pre- I, I prefer even that. We used to be so open, and you know we'd we'd concede. I mean, okay, we still concede now, but we you know we do we do get the results, and I think obviously that is the most important thing for now. And the problem is, is the the standard of the league now is ridiculous. Like I can't see us getting near Man City or Liverpool. We're nowhere near. Oh no, but we moment. can get top four though. What did you make yeah, of Carragher's sure. comments that? Chelsea were reminiscent of Brilliant. Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, we said no. I think the, I'm trying to get. The, I wanted to get the exact word in, but it was something like, "I think the worst thing I can say about them, isn't it?" He said, <laughs> yeah. "Is that he's turning them into Arsenal." And you have to. And what he meant by that, and he's talking about Arsenal of the last four or five years with the worst defence of any major team and the most mentally fragile team, and the team that will lose by five or six to a big. That, and, he, and he's yeah. right. And it is weird, isn't it, that Sarri... I mean, now I feel like the whole example of Chelsea, who are turning into Arsenal, takes some of the pressure off us, almost like philosophically, because you're, Sarri was supposed to be this marvellous, positive coach, Sarri Ball, all this stuff, and it's not working, and, and they're incredibly terrible against big, big teams, including us, unbelievably. And we're now being more pragmatic. So, you know, by the way, we have had some brilliant performances this season, let's not forget that. We're not, we haven't always been negative. Um... And I feel like, actually, we, it could be worse. We could have Sarri, you know, who's like... <laughs> so I, I feel like it's a inter- very interesting situation. Hang on, you're banging on about how brilliant the points total we've got. They've still got the same points total. Yeah, but they are 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I'm saying we're, we're doing better. We're improved over last season. I'm not the, sure. The bookmakers will still have them to come above us this yeah. season. Yeah, but well, and, and they're in a cup final. Yeah, well, we get, they're in a cup final. We've been in lots of cup finals. That's fine. It's particularly that cup final. I mean, you know, I'm not particularly bothered about yeah, that. We could true. be in the Europa. Yeah. Who knows? We could get to the Europa. But if we, we still, it's quite. We, we might, they might be the bookies' favourite, but it's completely even, isn't it? It's literally goal difference. We're we're, we're above them right, right now. So we goal scored. Finish, I think we're above them. But yeah. about a week ago, some people were saying. In fact, I saw it before the game on Saturday. People, some people were tweeting. Oh, you know, we're just competing for the Europa. We're nowhere near the top four. I'm like, well, you no, just no, we're in it. And, and look, we have got two very winnable games coming up. So in the league, so. We've got the Every chance run. we'll be back on in the paper. Top four. We've got the easiest run in, haven't we? There's no reason why we can't finish in the top four. In theory, you're de- Adam's facial expression United. I would describe as United, uh, doubtful. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I look at fixtures we have left, like having to play away to Wolves and Leicester, and I think those are like exactly the sorts of games we struggle in because of the fact that Emery doesn't really want to take it. Then the sort of te- like I can understand being pragmatic against Liverpool and Man City, 100. percent I completely get it, but I feel like those are the sorts of teams who are you know quite good, but like, just not as good as Arsenal. And we don't want to go and attack them. But is it? Are you? Are you convinced? Is he saying to the team, "We don't. You don't. Do not go out and attack them." I don't buy that. I don't buy that. That's his tactic. That he's, so I think his tactic is, is what he's trying to do is to make them be responsible and not be not be out and out attack like we are at home. I mean, at home we fit, we, we are in a, we're an attacking force. The contrast between home and away is kind of is quite big, I think. But I don't think he is sending them out going, don't attack. I don't think he's doing a Marino type thing at all. I think it's just that they are, I think they hold back. I, mean, I don't think, you, the Huddersfield game is such a one-off, isn't it? They're not going to pick that team again without, you know, with the players that are at his disposal. I don't think he's been that negative at all. I think it's a bit of a... You say that little, though, but like, he isn't starting Ozil and Ramsey, regardless of over the last not sort of six Ozil weeks. Is a particular so it's a Bamiyang, really, that he has he's been, been in his clear 11. He's playing Albamiyang, normally plays Albamiyang. Maitland-Niles now is our right, yeah. right wing back, and he so likes playing a back three. Situation. Yeah, but I'm saying Bellerin's not coming back, so Maitland-Niles is now clearly ahead of Lichsteiner or Jenkins. Well, it's got to so be ahead of Lichsteiner. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> yeah, but that's, <laughs> yeah, but that's the option. Worst player apart so from you say that we're going to have some sort of completely different team soon. I I don't know. Like, how many check? Bamiyang? Is he going to play Dennis Suarez right. ahead of Awobi? I think he'll play Suarez. I think, well, I th- no, but he shouldn't, not necessarily ahead of Awobi, who's been one of our more attacking players. I mean, mm. probably was, by far, as I said, a most attacking player. But I don't, I don't think playing or Bamiyang Lacazette, for example, which he's been doing mostly, is a negative thing. I mean, playing two strikers, albeit. We haven't played two think, strikers for years. No, I think, that, I, I, think that's, I think the narrative of us being negative isn't, doesn't, isn't. Mm. Isn't true. I think it's a myth. I think I don't think you know he's he's playing Guendouzi and Torreira as a midfield. People say that's two defensive midfields. I don't think Guendouzi is defensive at all. I think. Well, hang on, he hasn't got an assist or a goal all year, so it's not wildly. He's got great, he's got great hair, but he's, he's got, got really great hair, hair and he's, <laughs> and he's a driving him attacking. <laughs> but I think he's definitely. I think he's great at everything but attacking Guendouzi. I mean, that, like the worries that like his through, but like you you do well to play as many games as he has and not get an assist or a goal somehow in that Arsenal field. But he still does. He still does alright knitting the play I together. I bet Jon Jensen would have got a goal if he'd been there all 26 <laughs> games this season. I think he'd have gone on the score sheet so far. But he had a, the game against Manchester, for example, where he was by far our best player. He didn't get an assist in that game, but he still he was still an incredible Look, force. Wasn't of course, he? but I'm saying he's he's clearly not there for the attacking. He's, he's I, I, played well recently, but he has played a midfield three quite a few times with Gendouzi, Torreira, and Xhaka. I, I don't think anybody would object if it was Gendouzi and Torreira, and then you had four attacking players in front of them. But it's always only three attacking players in front of them. Which is why like, I take your point about Aubameyang and Lacazette. I don't think it's enough to make it a, a, you know, a team with a lot of attacking impetus. But if he's playing... But he played, on Saturday he played um, Iwobi and uh, Mkhitaryan yeah. and, and, uh, Iwo, and um, Lacazette, obviously. Yeah. And the rest were injured. The rest of our... I mean, what more could you... I mean, that's still, in theory, an attacking force, isn't it? It's, it's just a case of can the midfielders who are... You know, all right, they're not the most creative necessarily, but they still, in theory, should be able to get the ball to the, the attack. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't see it as an intentional negative. I don't think you pick Iwobi, Mkhitaryan and Lacazette and think, oh, it's definitely it's a negative way of playing. I just think the it's players not- go out there and they're scared of being too um, forceful in attack because of their away record, which is so terrible. I don't think it's negative. I think it's conservative. I think, I oh, think, OK, I'll fine. I'll buy I that. I think he's yeah, not going Conservative, I'll buy yeah. yeah, oh, fine. I think fine. it's tough because there's a lot of other teams that play flair football and have the sort of Sterlings and the Sanes and, and the um, Manes and, uh, and, and players like that, Salah. You know, we, we don't quite have that sort of player at the moment and it is Ozil probably yeah. that we're sort of we, 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 we all want to see in, in the starting lineup, And we're used to seeing a lot of flair players in the Arsenal team. And I think we're, we're, we're sort of suddenly a bit looking a bit more solid and, and it's a bit boring. Well, <laughs> here's my question then. So the big picture, what, would you rather, in general, 
that, that Arsenal are right now, I'm talking right now, with the position we're in, i.e. competing for the top four and in the Europa League, would you rather he sent us out trying to get results by hook or by crook and so not, not be that worried about the style of play but just be pragmatic? So, in other words, maybe at home you play, you know, a different lineup in a different way, in a way you play different... Or would you rather he imposes, in quotes, attractive football and go all out and attack? I'm, I'm, that's slightly misleading. But just, you know, is it, is, should the emphasis be on the style we play or should it be on pragmatic get results? I, I, think, I think the reason why I disagree is that I don't think the results are going to continue. If you continue to be outshot by Cardiff, Huddersfield, Wolves, uh, Watford, I forget who else you're not going to keep on winning, which is why I think we're not going to get in the top four playing like this. If I thought we are going to get in the top four, fine, great, do what you want. It's a bit boring, but you know, I can deal with it. But, but what's the answer to my question, though? You didn't answer, you, you're saying, you're, you're, that's just a criticism of, of, what we've been, of our performances, but would you, what, in terms of actual overall tactic, uh, would you rather we were pragmatic? Would you rather, you think we should play, play attacking, attractive football, and that's the best way forward? Yeah, I might agree with you, I'm not trying to lead you on. I think that that because I don't think this plan conservatively is very successful for us either. I think I agree. We've conceded more goals than I think at this point last season. Oh, we've definitely conceded more. I think we've scored more as well, haven't we? So it's kind of like, I don't feel, I feel like, you know, we had some incredibly boring performances last season, by the way, as I always make this point. People forget how boring we have been. It's a thing that happens to us, I think, when we kind of try, when we get war, when the players get worried about losing a game, for, even against Huddersfield, I think they revert to kind of a very boring um, way of playing. But I think yeah. that's been going on for years. But, but, uh, and I'd, I, by the way, I agree with you. I would, I've been saying for months, I'd rather, he, I'd rather he played the two strikers, probably a Wobi, one of Ramsey or Ozil, every single week. And, you know, and just go for it. Because I totally agree with you. I think our defence is so terrible that it should, the emphasis should be, completely be on attack. By, but and having Torreira. said that, and Torreira. And well, Torreira. the Torreira is looking knackered, isn't he? Like, I think he's so... Like, he came off and I thought, he's just so exhausted, I feel, like, that he, can, yeah. he can't play two games a week. I mean, we've got, we've got a little bit of a gap now anyway. But, I, so, but even though I agree with you about... He, I, I would be, I'd rather he sent us out and play, not play conservatively. But I understand what, why he's doing what he's doing. Is my is my uh, answer? I think he's got a nice balance. I think we've been we've been searching for that, uh, you know, hold, holding midfielder for a while. And we've finally got the holding midfielder. We've got two strikers, which I think is is brilliant. Um, we just probably need some decent defenders. I think. Oh well, I mean, yeah. Um, let's have a break, and uh, after this, we'll talk more about Arsenal. <laughs> Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. <laughs> we're back from the break. Funnily enough, we're going to talk more about Arsenal. What, what's your answer to my question, Josh? Well, I don't know if it's entirely mutually exclusive. I think it has to depend, depend on the opposition. Look, we, you're talking about how Chelsea got embarrassed at Man City. We obviously mm. went there, and you'll you probably make the point that I think on. Did you make it on social media? How, I did. Or maybe we were just talking. And, I tweeted. And the I said on social media. I, I, I three one three doesn't look my own, my own. What I said on this podcast after that game, which was that I thought we played pretty well. Um, you know, a three one defeat at City is nothing to be ashamed of, and it was fine. And then, but it was interesting, wasn't it? Because the Chelsea City, result totally put that into perspective, and then people like Ian Wright agreed with me. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the three. Once you're three 0 up after eighteen minutes, there's no need to even just like manage a game of football. You're just going for the kill, and you see a lot of teams like four 0 and just sit down, and the game finishes four 0 City went, got five, got six against us. They just passed the ball around for half an hour, and I felt like if that was the final day of a season and they needed to score goals for goal difference to win a title, we'd have probably got beat four, five, six, one. They, they, it was well, just I mean, passing the ball I mean, right. That's just a, that's so I don't take the point that you were trying okay, to make on your, well. on your social media um, to your 80,000 followers. Um, I've only got a few thousand, so I don't bother making, really. It's not bitter, really the point. Um, yes, can I have were you some, give me a Ian shout Wright? out. Were you annoyed that Ian Wright agree with me? Is that what? <laughs> I hadn't, yeah. Did Ian Wright, inter- yeah, 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 yeah. with your actual tweet, was he interacting yeah, yeah. with your tweet? Yeah, totally, yeah. He said that, I said, um, you know, loads of people got annoyed with me when I said, Three one result. City was was, was decent, and he said that's because there's a load of idiots that are, I think he called them fucking idiots. Oh. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, and then I didn't. Re- I suddenly got you know get notifications. I suddenly got loads. I didn't of see that you, you and Wright and then tweeting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because he'd responded. Yeah. And then you blocked them all. All the baddies. No, I never block anyone. Everyone's just thank you. Thanks very much. Exactly. Yeah. There's got to be an I element. I'll, I'll take that on board. <laughs> I, I agree with Adam's point because you, when we were going through that 22 unbeaten run, you felt at so many points, how on earth are we still unbeaten? This is going to win. This is going to win because a number of teams were you know out shooting us and you know. I remember, like we talked we about it. Wolves. We weren't being conservative. So I don't think we? it was going to last. So I don't think this conservatism is going to last. Anyway, I'd rather see us like you. I agree. Let's think, go with our best players. But Let's I think, in, interesting. You should. I was going to say that in that period, in the 21-22 game, we weren't being conservative though. No, this, we this were, is a new. We were thing. way people, too open. But people have right. So people have kind of weird short memories. Is what I'm saying. People, I think are, saying, we, people are already saying that Emery is a conservative manager, but it's nonsense. It's like a few we months get, ago, we were too open. We're 12 games away, and <laughs> yeah. we probably need. What, nine wins, something like that, to, to get into the Champions League. And I think now it's just pragmatism. It's how how do you try and win those games of football? Right, I agree. Doesn't matter if it's one goal. Yeah. And, you know, um, I honestly if he's got two, two, the next two home games. I think we, we might find ourselves in the top four. Yeah. And to, to, all we wanted, didn't we, is to sort of be in the race, totally. going into the last two or three Absolutely. games. Which is what Mourinho. we're heading for at the minute. We need Mourinho somehow. to come back, I think, and manage. Yeah, uh, the, Man so this Man United run is. I mean, they, yeah. had they won a couple of extra matches under Mourinho, they would. Genuinely being a title devastated. race. Oh, I am devastated. Going... Devastated that Marino's not still there. Yeah. It's a huge blow. It's a huge, yeah. huge blow. What did you make of the Ramsey news today? Um, so the Ramsey grand a week. The Ramsey today is getting apparently is getting four hundred grand a week, which makes him the highest paid British footballer ever. Apparently, where's so, he going? So, Juventus. Juventus. Juventus signed a pre. What's it called? A pre thingy agreement, prenuptial agreement, or whatever. <laughs> and. Um, uh, it's it's unbe- it is unbelievable. I feel I like that. His agent must be a. Fu- I mean, I'm not having a go at him, but he's not that. I mean, he's brilliant. He's been great for us. He had, as I always say, he's had he had one half a third of a brilliant season, <laughs> which was like he suddenly played like you know a Brazilian legend. But 400 grand a week for Juventus. It's, it's what's your, what's, yeah. what, I mean, it's pretty jaw dropping, isn't it? That's great agenting. Yeah, it? I mean, he he won us. He won us two FA Cups. He won yeah, us two I mean, he scored Cups. some very great crucial goals. Yeah, and, you know he's been. I mean, he's been fantastic a lot of the time. He, great, eleven years it will be. I mean, yeah. it's an incredible service. Yeah, but to get not many head- players under. Is there anyone that sort of played for long under Wenger? I'm trying to see anyone um, under Wenger's reign who played longer for the club. I don't think so. I mean, Theo played for a lot, long time. Theo, Theo would be a contender, maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's a good shout. By the way, I was thinking... Not surprised of, you thought of Theo. Well, I was Joe. thinking Iwobi is the new Theo, and he's been slagging, people slagging him off because he gets too much of the ball and doesn't do enough with it. But anyway, what's your feeling about the Ramsey situation? I mean, I love Ramsey, but um, 400 grand a week for a player who at some point in that contract will be 32 is it's absolutely inexplicable yeah. to me, especially <laughs> given his injury record. But my one hope is that he's now going to be the highest paid British player footballers notoriously very competitive people hoping some of these players at big clubs other big clubs are going to go on strike get Harry Kane out of Spurs um, make yeah. United pair more yeah. to their players I think it's could be a good outcome for us yeah no that's a good point yeah maybe yeah but I was looking at your Twitter account Adam and you're fairly you're fairly anti um, uh, Emery aren't you shall we out you as a kind of what's your feeling do you think is you do you know already like certain people like you Grove some examples on your phone uh, of Adam's negativity. Okay, let's have a look. I've but, been rumbled. Is that yeah. fair? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> no, I don't think it's fair. Put, put in a public domain. But that's that, but that's true, isn't it? You're feeling that. Yeah. So Le, Le Grove did a whole. He's he's one of them leading the charge of. He thinks like you know it's already clear that he's not good enough. He's not up to. He's not an elite. You know all the phrases that get used. Can I just say this? This is a genuine question. In in all of Le Grove's blogging against about how shit Emery is, he goes on about how he spent seventy million on the defence. This season, and I was racking, I was like, I couldn't work out what he meant because we just haven't spent. We bought, um, Lishstein was free, we bought um, Socrates and Leno, and yeah. that does not add up to something. But what he means is he includes um, Torreira in it oh, as a defensive midfielder. I'm like, you can't just, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? Like, since when does a midfielder count as that? I mean, he's a defensive midfielder in theory, but it's not, it doesn't count towards paying, paying, um, well, if you want to make the investing argument, in you your defence, does it? No one, ever, I mean, anyway, that's just my question. I mean, investing it's on the defensive side of a team. A defensive side, that's not, but that's just bullshit, Mustafi was, I know he didn't buy Mustafi, but he was expensive. Oh, I know, but that was, that was, well, that, that was a Wenger buy, let's, let's, let's be clear. Yeah. The man can't, couldn't, couldn't spot a good defender if he tried, could he? In the latter years, in the latter years. Well, he fair. inherited the, the, the best defense. Yeah, but anyway, my big, so my big question, are you in that, in that you think already it's clear that this manager isn't good enough for Arsenal, or, or am I being unfair? I mean, I think it's clear he's in a bracket below the elite managers. 
He's, he's just not as good a manager as Pochettino, Guardiola, Klopp, etc. Oh, of course. I right. accept that. Yeah, so, well, I mean, yeah, sure. So, but, I mean, we're not going to get one of those, are we? Or, or, you know. So, but I, I think the point is, right, those were, uh, okay, with the exception of Pochettino, Klopp and Guardiola, fine, like very established managers. I would have preferred and still would prefer to take a gamble on someone who I feel has a lot more upside. Like, I feel with him, even if we get in the top four this season, it's not sustainable. Like, we're not going to stay in it going forward. Um, Why not? <laughs> because I, I just don't think the performances are very good and I think like, it's just unlikely that Chelsea and Man United are going to be this bad in future seasons I mean we've seen United burn half the season and they're already above us on the table um, yeah but, that, but that, they're on an incredible winning run aren't yeah, they yeah, I mean that's, that's that's down to that and are we that worse than we were when we were finishing in the top four regularly I don't think we are I think we, the, the level is fairly I mean it's kind of just kind of par isn't it to me like or even slightly ahead of par considering how we've been in the last couple of seasons but I, I well, what, what, what do you base this <laughs> negative feeling on? I mean, I'm not... I'm agreeing with the performances, not, not we said. Yeah. The he's performances have done... Yeah. But the performances have been this bad for years and you, you never blamed the manager then, as no, but, I keep but, saying every but, year, but every the, week. But this is my point, right? And this is the issue that I think we have when we compare to last season. Like, last season was the baseline. Like, we shouldn't be able to get any worse than we were last year. And we're not. We're better. <laughs> well, yeah. So we're, we're maybe, maybe marginally better, right? That right. is, like, the very, very least you should expect. And I think we've got... But if he was a terrible... But, but, you know, as I said... Chelsea finished 10th one year, Man United yeah. finished... So if it was a terrible manager, we'd be that far down, wouldn't we? We're not. We, we, we are, he's not. Why, what evidence is there just, that he's so terrible just based on that we're doing slightly better than we were? I don't but, get the but, logic but, to but, it. But this is exactly the point, Matt. I don't think he's a terrible manager. I think he's, like, a decent manager. OK, that's but fine. OK. I'd rather have someone who I thought was going to take us forward. Like who? Arteta, Arteta. You're in the Arteta crowd. Arteta or, you know, another what evidence young is manager, there that Arteta would have done? OK. Um, Sorry. It doesn't necessarily have to be Arteta. I accept the case that Arteta would never manage a, a senior game, and like, that's, a, that's a huge risk. Um, I just think Emery had severe, like, whilst winning the Europa League multiple times, had terrible away form, much like he's brought to Arsenal. Well, he had a team oh, with. He didn't bring the terrible fine, away fine, form. But, but he, he <laughs> Is had, that something? He had, but he had something form. in it, though. It's Chaz, Chaz when people was... say he's brought the terrible away form, that's ridiculous. We're always, see... Our away form's better than it was, has been. Did you so... see Chaz's article? Of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was highlighting, wasn't he, about the horrific away form? But it's better than it was last season. It doesn't like I I don't mind that people arguing that he's not in the elite, and I agree with that. Of course, he's not. But I think it's I think it's disingenuous to start talking about he's brought this terrible away form when the away form is an improvement on last season. It doesn't make any sense. Right, but and and Chaz was the biggest (laughs) supporter of even bigger than you. Well, if you're God. Gave us the worst away away record in you know it, imaginable last season. Remember how long it was before we even got one result away. We were already improving on that, so I don't see the logic. It doesn't make sense that if Wenger was the god, then out then this guy is even better if he's improved our situation, isn't he? There's, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Feel free to disagree. I, I, mean, I, I, I do disagree because, like, we, I don't think any of us view Wenger on the basis of his last season and think, you know, this was. Oh, like, no, but he, the last he, four or five seasons. Yeah, but but this, right, this is the point, right? In the last four or five seasons, when loads and loads of people turned against him already, it was because of a waveform like this, where we'd maybe win seven games away in the Premier League season, which is probably about what we'll end up doing this season. I think we well, say that, but we're already doing better. We're already won more away games than we but, had in the whole of last season. Yeah, but we literally downed tools in away games after Christmas last year. I'm not saying I'm not saying that <laughs> doesn't have, you see, count. It's, it's, but. This is my problem. You're having to kind of kind of dig deep into into if we were doing worse, I could agree with you, but we're just not. I mean, there I is an element yeah. point, hang on, there is an yeah. point that the season was over with ten games to go last year in the league. And but all that, the focus all we the were, focus that should have meant they were free to do to play better. All the focus went on Europe. And, and, and that, well, that is a little bit to say about that. And that didn't I, I, work either. I don't tie it. No, it, it, it didn't backfire because we couldn't hold a 1-0 lead against 10 men at home in that semi-final, right. sadly. Never yeah. mind. I, I would say that the, the, the issue is, in the last four or five years, is that we haven't moved on and everyone else has. And the standard of the league has really grown and we haven't really matched that. And, and whether it's financial... Or whatever, I, I don't know whether it is to, to blame the manager, but when you look at when Pep came over and Klopp came over, that's when the problems started to really occur for Arsenal. And that's, you know, that's what we needed to address, really. But when you look at Chelsea, well, I agree with that, but then you look at Chelsea and they've got this, you know, with all their resources and they've got this, I keep going on about the Sarri being this, and look where they are, you know, yeah. they're, on, they're, they're below us right now yeah, as yeah. we speak. I just don't. I, I just. Don't, I don't think the facts and the situation we're in and the reality of our of, of our performances 
match this incredible negativity towards the marriage. I don't get it. I, it, it feels it's an like incredible a negativity. Where's this incredible negativity? You've, you've been negative relentlessly about I've it. I've been completely Shaz, saying I'm on Shaz, the, uh, say, the jury's the out. I'm just, I'm just in the middle. I'm nowhere okay, near I'm what talking about Shaz those, has been right. I'm talking about those people. I feel like that yeah. is a reaction. It's like they can't, it's like a psychological thing. They almost can't imagine Arsenal without Wenger. They were so invested well, in Well, Grove was very negative on Wenger by the end. I know, yeah, but so. he was invested in um, Arteta, wasn't he? He had a whole, he was, he was absolutely obsessed about how brilliant Arteta was going to be. And he, so I, I don't, I don't, you know, I think everyone who's arguing this thing that the manager is clearly so terrible has this agenda of either they're in love with Wenger, you know, right to the bitter end and can't imagine Arsenal without him, or they invested in another choice of manager and, they, and, and they're kind of furious that we didn't go for that person, i.e. most of them wanted Arteta. But without we, any of but some of them would wanted, just be in the middle. Someone wanted Henri as well. Someone wanted Henri. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but, but I totally accept I, what, what Adam says I agree with. His course is not a clock. It's not an elite. It's clearly not an elite. But equally, I don't think realistically we were ever going to get one of those. As you say, it was either going to be an Arteta type or this guy. For me, this so guy. Why do you think we can't get an elite manager? Because we, because we, why, why would an elite manager come to us? We literally couldn't have thought to buy one player in the transfer window. Who, why elite manager? If there's such to an that elite player? manager, then they'd be willing to work with the constraints that they're going to go. Oh, you, you, well, you yeah, Pep, Pep's seasons. just gone where he's been, yeah, hugely backed, and you know, it'd be fascinating yeah. to see what he could do with us. But what, what, I just don't get what elite manager would want to come to. You, you know, there has to but be. Do you, do you think Pep could make? Where would Pep, Where would we finish oh. with Pep this year? I'm sure we'd finish better because he's literally like the best manager in the world. Of course, it's just, but we're not, you know. I don't got, know if our players are good enough with it. Like I, I say Pep, we could. I think Pep would, we, we gonna... probably would have won the league with Pep in the last five years yeah. equally. I kept we kept saying that as well. And, man, and the Wenger rights were, oh no, yeah. no, you know. It's a financial thing as well. I think, yeah, I think the managers we've had thing is... have wanted to, you know, keep the money, and that's really problematic because you look at the, the, the teams that spend the money are the ones that are up there, and of we course. haven't quite spent enough money. Well, I mean, quite. I think, you yeah. know, it, the, 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 there's been a distinct lack of, of spending of money. Yeah. And, and I don't think any... In a elite, time when you've had to. Yeah, I think part of being an elite manager is you've got a certain amount of money to spend to show you can invest in the, in the right players and yeah. create the right team. And it'd be interesting to see if they do give him much money to spend in the summer. They have to, don't they? They have to give him some, some finances. Do you think he'll stay? Yeah, totally. Do, I, why wouldn't he? Do you want him to stay? Yeah, Absolutely. Who? Well, I don't get Emory. right. That, yeah. That's a very good question. Right. Why, why wouldn't you want him to stay? For me, like all I wanted personally yeah. from the new manager was to maintain where we are. Imp- in fact, improve us to compete for the top four, which is all realistically we can do. Because right? you say City and Liverpool and Spurs, really realistically. Oh, that I know, but realistically, <laughs> they are just much, much better than us. We, we are competing for the top four. I don't care what you say. We could finish in the top four. We could win the Europa League. I, th- I feel like the highs of this season have been great. You know, people have eat already forgotten. We've had some brilliant performances this season. Mm. Uh, and, uh, and it's more interesting. It's already, we're already in a much more interesting situation. We were, and for me, it's just boredom was my problem with the last few years at Arsenal, rather than you know, anything else. And I'm, more, and I'm excited now. I'm excited by the possibility of finishing the top four. And I know we've been boring the last couple of games, but I'm sure he will snap out of that. And I'm sure the team will snap out of that. So, yeah, yeah. But why, what, so you, would rather, you, you think you should go? Okay, no, I know you're the host, but I'm going to ask one question. Go, you can ask as many questions you want. If we finish sixth, we go nowhere in the Europa League, get knocked out in the quarterfinals, and win nothing. What would He'll you want stay. To ha- no, but what would you want to happen? I would. I'd still want to stay. You couldn't can't go because that's even that's like that's par, isn't it? I mean, we finished sixth last season, and we didn't win anything. So you know, and I think he's improved enough individual players. I mean, I, so I think. I think it's fine. I mean, I'll be disappointed, don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't sack him. You can't sack him for that. You've got to give him a choice. The most likely scenario right now is we finish six, is that we don't win the Europa League. That is the most likely scenario. Well, it's like saying, but yeah, but equally, I mean, there's no point in, 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 in it's equally like... And I think you're right. I agree. That's, quite, that's kind of par. Would have been, you know, pre-season would have been statistically can, likely to come way, six. It's, it's yes, more, we're favourites sure. for the Europa League or amongst the favourites, but still more likely another team will win the competition. But if we're competing for the top four, as we are right now, with what however many games mm. to go, if, if we're well, competing all the way through, then I'm still happy with that because that's a, that's an improvement in itself on recent years. And we're bringing young players through, yeah. Uh, and I think he's listening. I think really importantly, he's listening to the fans. Like there was a moment, I can't remember, it was a few games ago, where he substituted Lacazette off, and and the crowd booed. And I felt like he sort of reacted to that. And 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 now we're we're doing the Lacazette and Aubameyang up front. So I think he and is listening. I'm and glad you mentioned Lacazette because to me, like Lacazette is so brilliant now, and I feel like he's another player who's improved. Yeah. I think there's like a good handful of players that have improved a lot 
of the last few years. And, you know, and he's one of them. Bellerin until he got injured. Holding until he got injured. The, you know, the taking count... People, that's the other thing about those articles, by the way. You know, not ignoring the incredible injuries they've had to key players. Is re- Again, it's disingenuous. Do you got, if you write an article to me about the current situation and you don't acknowledge those things, then you're just kind of... You're just, you might as well not write it because you're not acknowledging the reality of the situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. I'm not, I'm not some, like, crazed headbanger. <laughs> I don't think you are, you know. Clearly. I, I, I just think that, you know, ultimately, if you gave me a choice of whether next season would I prefer to have Ozil on the first day of the season or Emery, and I think it probably is a choice, I'd choose Ozil. Ozil as manager? No. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you'd rather... So you're, you'd rather... Ozil was playing and yeah. kept, and more important for you than the manager. That's interesting. I, I think Ozil's probably one of our few, if only, along with Ramsey, maybe, world-class players. And so, well, Bamiyang maybe, yeah, maybe Bamiyang as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, like one hundred percent. But, but and has um, his performances in recent years been up to up to such a standard that he has to be that he has to be that that important to you that he he starts the beginning of the season? Do you think it's completely down to this manager that that he's not being picked, or is it is there not some factor of the fact that actually he's been on the decline in recent years? He hasn't performed that brilliantly, has it? Um, I think he's. It, he definitely has had more games. He's definitely had seasons where he was better and seasons where he was worse. But I still think that if you want to get the team into the top four, um, particularly given the money he's on and how apparently you know, no, no team's going to pay it, I'd quite happily choose to keep him there and, pl- and play him. I mean, no, regardless of what el- whatever else you think, he should play. If we're paying him that much money oh, I don't agree and we're that. struggling to create any chances whatsoever. He's better, oh, than, he's better than a Wobie. He's better than a Wobie. He's be- but he's different to Wobie, isn't he? You, yeah. He's not going to give you... For example, if you look at Wobie's yeah. performance albeit against Huddersfield, he's not going to give you that. He's not going to give you what Iwobi gave you, which is a relentless kind of drive forward. He's going to do what he does. It's a different thing. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I'm frustrated that he's not being played more often than, he's not, than he is. And I keep saying maybe he'll pick him, maybe he'll play against Barté Borisov, who knows. But I, wouldn't, I don't think just because he's being paid the highest amount of money, he should be automatically played at all. I don't buy that. No, on ability. I think he has to work played. harder. I think he probably will get game time, won't he, over yeah. the next couple of Thursday nights in the Europa League, which we should move on to. to we should. About. What, who do we do? We want to pick. Bearing in mind, we haven't got now what a league game. We're in a weird situation, aren't we? Where we haven't got a league game for about two weeks. Well, yeah, and because it would three... have been the FA Cup weekend, right? And we are no longer in that. We are no longer in the FA Cup. Correct. I remember, boy, you were late to that game, but you we did lose. I was. <laughs> I was a minute late. I was a minute late well, to that game. You won't let it. You won't other let people report you significantly more than a minute late. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> we were out of the FA Cup, true, to Manchester United on the greatest run in the history of football, but. Would we? For me, it's like he's just got to play a strongest team, isn't he? Why wouldn't you play yeah. a strongest team? Because we don't play for another week, and we haven't got a Premier League game for two weeks. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, if, we, if we win away, get a good result, then you can even play a weekend team in the home match right. and have more fun like we had at home to Osterton last season. <laughs> yes, and uh, away the lads. Yeah, away, away the lads indeed. Yeah, well, he's got to play. I mean, I'd be, I'd, I'd be excited and happy to see him play Özil. Or Bamiang, like, because all these people, all these players that were ill, we have, how, why are the team, by the way, have so many illnesses? It's, as Arsenal. I mean, it's, it's January, February, isn't it? It's the winter. People get ill. Um, yeah. They're humans too. Oh, uh, it's, just, <laughs> it's just a shame that Ozil seems but to But no other team has this level of illness, does it? Does, yeah. Well, Tottenham on the last day of the season. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on his time. Yeah. Um, I, um, I, I imagine he'll play better check. I think he will make a, a few changes. Oh yeah, but I think it'll like be a couple of the standard, young. Isn't it? it could be like a Willock gets an appearance in midfield. So? Yeah, I think they'll still be. Because I think their team should be that strong that, that they can make a few changes. I think the core of a team remains the same. I think just be a couple of played maybe even Jenkinson instead of Maitland Niles. I think you'll, you'll find there's a couple of changes. Enkatsa, no, I don't think. I wouldn't. I think in this leg, I think he's got to play. I would. I mean, maybe Willock, but a couple of players. That Willock, Jenkinson, check. Three, four changes. Check's different. Check is doing what you know. A lot. Of, yeah, you play. You got two decent goals, and you play one in yep. the Champions League. But I don't. I don't. I think it's got to play. I think it's good. Go all out for the for the first mm-hmm. leg and play mm-hmm. your by far. Just think about a six o'clock game. Is that good for your schedule? No, I know I can make a six o'clock game. No, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, I've got mm. commitments in the, in the probably daytime. for it's a lot of guys. Thinking it's it's time, Valentine's. It? It's like not the worst thing that eight o'clock. You're tactically free. Oh, I see. Yeah, but with the, I mean, the return leg when we're at, at, six o'clock six at home. kickoff. Yeah, that's going to be. I, that could be the lowest. Are you crowd. going for 
dinner after the game then? Though? I don't think I can go to that game because of it, that six o'clock kickoff. Yeah, it's a nightmare. What time are you out of the office, boys? Well, yeah, six o'clock. It's difficult for me. Yeah. Really? I'm a, I have things, to, especially on Thursday, press day. Pro, you must oh, yeah. know, Josh. Yeah. It's is, tough. Mm. It's a challenge. Well, you're usually about 40 minutes late. So have you left at six? <laughs> You'll be there at six four. You admit this myth of me. <laughs> we won't, I'll tell you when we are late. It's when we do have dinner first and then we, we, we take too long eating dinner and paying yeah. for dinner. And yeah. then we have to cope with Derma being stopped every five minutes by oh, someone wanting a picture. sandwich. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when we are late. It's when we have dinner first. Yeah. Right. Anyway. What's your prediction then, Thursday? Um, interesting, isn't it? I'm going to go for 2-1, I think. I think we'll win. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Joe? I, I say 3-1. I say 3-1. I'm going to back a rare Arsenal clean sheet and say 2-0. What? Are you mad? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I don't agree with Josh. I think Emery loves the Europa League. He, he brought on... Yeah, he what, does. The f- first home game, I think he brought on Lacazette and Ozil when we were 3-0 up. Yeah, he did, yeah. So... Yeah, I, 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 and didn't I he play? that Jenk- my, my theory is Czech will play because it's... Yeah, we don't yeah. Czech. Yeah. Yeah. Jenkinson, that. That's not, doesn't mean might anything. need Premier League minutes soon, just in the way that's going. We made a Nas is like the last. He's given up on Lichtsteiner. I think that much is, is well, obvious. Very good, thank God. Yeah, so Jenkinson maybe. If he could give up on Mustafi. And would it, I don't know, I just feel like he might find a way, like might leave out one of the midfield, maybe leave out, you know, one of Gunduzi, Torreira, maybe just give some minutes in the field to, to work. That's my thoughts. But I might be wrong. I don't really mind. I think you'd be wrong. As long as you win but the what, game. What's your two. prediction, Adam? Have you... 2 0. Oh, good, 2 0. Go 3 0. 2 0. 3 0. 3 0. 4 0. 5 0. Okay, have it up. Uh, I think we'll win. 3-1. Well, that's why. What do you think, boy? I said 2-1. Yeah. Yeah, that's my official prediction. I don't think we're going to podcast next week, are we? Aren't we? Well, we could. You're making this editorial decision now? Well, I haven't th- I hadn't oh. planned it. I only thought because we're not in the FA Cup, but I mean, if we could... I don't, will there be enough to discuss after the Barté Borisov game? Um, we can make an editorial decision shortly. We'll make an editorial decision. Yeah, maybe we won't, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we just... I mean, you know, we could have the greatest analysis of that. Game. Well, you're not even. You're not going to watch. I'll it. I'll be watching it. I'll be watching oh, I see. It. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, if you get out of work at six, you only get home. I'm watching it on the bus. Oh, okay. It's fascinating. This is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll keep us posted. Yeah, we'll keep you posted as to whether we're going to pod next. But thank you so much to Joe. Joe, if you're you're, you're a comedian, are you touring? Yeah. Are you any shows you want to? Yeah, tell I'm trying out a show at the moment. It's called The Story of Walter and Herbert. It's about my granddad and his best friend and. Uh, yeah, their, their friendship and uh, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's comedy. It's comedy. Come along. Where, where should they come on? Or just check so, out your... Yeah, check out. It's on my Twitter. Check on Twitter. Uh, okay. Joseph Bohr, B-O-R. And Adam, is there anything you want to plug? Your uh, your um, Adam Bernstein Twitter account? No? Sure. Adam R. Bernstein on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you can come and watch me play football on Monday nights in Angel if you're keen. Or oh, attempting. The world's offer. worst five-a-side team. Excellent. <laughs> I, I have nothing new no. to support, just generally. Um, thank you for your support of the podcast to everyone listening. Oh, beautiful. And we probably won't be back next week, but the week after. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.